everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is, uh, I guess it's Wednesday today, yeah. The market's recovered really, really nicely, and uh, it looks as if, um, you know, we're, uh, you know, it seems like there's been a lot, of, there's starting to be a lot of accumulation um, by the, by, by some of the big funds. It's, it's interesting. I mean, we, we pulled back and, and, uh, we moved from, uh, um, uh, an uptrend to, um, you know, uptrend under pressure. And then today we moved back. So, you know, the, the, the cues are back up and, and, uh, it looks as if, you know, it looks as if things are, are, are moving nicely. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, let's, uh, get into the, um, get into the slides. Basically, uh, what's happening here is, uh, you know, the S&P is up. It's up about 0.46%. The NASDAQ is up, and that's the key one, 13,693. Now, this is on the composite. And, um, you know, the Dow Jones is above 30,000. That's a very key level for it. It's 30,784.62 when this slide was taken just a few minutes ago. The uh, the volume's down a little bit on the uh, New York Stock Exchange, uh, but the volume on the NASDAQ is up. So that indeed is very interesting. So it looks as if, you know, we thought there was going to be a rotation, uh, but it looks as if, um, it looks as if that's, that's kind of not happening. Just want to show you a really interesting headline. And uh, this is from Bloomberg. And I just thought I would put it out there because it's so interesting. Um, it looks as if Apple is maybe going to get into the EV business. Absolutely amazing. But uh, apparently, this is according to um, Bloomberg now. Uh, Apple has uh, is going to invest about three point six billion dollars to build an Apple uh, car at the Kia facility in Georgia. So that's pretty interesting. It looks as if everybody is looking at Tesla and they're going, "Wow, that really is the big Kahuna. That's the big. That's the big uh, prize." So it looks as if. Um, you know, Apple's going to be developing this car. Now, of course, it won't be out probably for two or three years, but very, very interesting. Now, this is according to Bloomberg. And, uh, you know, so I just I just saw this. I just thought it was really fascinating. Um, you know, it was it was just a, it was just a really fascinating um, article. So, uh, you know, very, very interesting. That's what Bloomberg is saying. You know, I can't verify it or anything like that. But, you know, that's what Bloomberg is saying. So uh, interestingly enough, though, <laughs> The stock is pulled back. So, uh, you know, Apple is still sitting right below that uh, 137.98 buy point. It's at 134.46. So it's pulled back. It looks as if uh, it bounced off the 40 day line and it's been, but it's pulling back today again. So who knows? Uh, currently, I'm waiting for it to kind of, you know, uh, move above that 137.98 buy point before I'm going to be more interested in it. I mean, I've tried twice in the last month to, to, to enter into the proper level. And it just, it hadn't, it hadn't worked for me. So, uh, yeah, so I, I went to other things. Um, interestingly enough, let's show, you know, I just want to show you the cues. This is the Invesco QQQ trust. Basically what this is, is this is um, an ETF that covers the NASDAQ 100. And so all of the biggest stocks are in this, you know, like, uh, you know, Apple and Microsoft and all those stocks are in here. Um, it is pulling up, though. So interestingly enough, Apple's pulling down, but this is pulling up. So this, so what this says to me is that some of the larger funds are moving into uh, some of the some of the NASDAQ, uh, the big cap NASDAQ stocks. But it's not Apple, <laughs> so maybe it's something other than that. I think what it is is it's movement into um, into Amazon, and I have a uh, a, a bull a bull put spread on Amazon. It's going to be uh, it's in the money. I'm probably going to uh, I'm, I'm probably going to close it out because I've made all the money on it. But uh, that would, by the way, if you're interested, uh, I think I put that up on the YouTube channel. Kind of, kind of how I went into that. Uh, you can't come into it now because it's sort of, it's almost over with. But um, you know, it. Uh, I do put them up from time to time. And of course, uh, have the action trailers. So, you know, if you're uh, if you're interested in these kind of trades, um, subscribe to the free action trailers. Super easy to do. All you have to do, uh, if you're you, you know, if you're watching, is go to www.illustratingfloor. Uh, dot com and sign up there or if you're on tiktok you can just hit go to my profile hit the link and you'll be taken directly to a page where you can 
you can put the information your information in. Of course, it's all free, and um, you know. So it's sort of how some of these some of the trade ideas that that I'm I'm sort of seeing out there uh, that are interesting. So you might want to be you might want to uh, you might be interested in that as well. So uh, that's sort of how the Qs are trading. They're trading up uh, 0.64%, and it looks as if uh, also. This is interesting. What's, what's it's important, important here is that it looks as like the S&P is up as well. So that's very good because, of course, the S&P, these are typically the 500 largest stocks. So uh, very, very good as well. So nice movement up on that 0.5%. So it looks as if, uh, you know, that uh, cautionary note that I put out on the action trade alerts looks like it's reversed itself and it looks like it is. We're now in a confirmed uptrend in the market. So it's a little bit easier. We can get all back, you know, back to fully invested. And if you're doing any margin work, you can you can do that as well. Because uh, you want to only, you know, if, if a market turns to market trend under pressure, you want to start to move into cash. Of course, if it if it pulls back and it's a downtrend, then you want to get pretty much all in cash. But right now, we are at a confirmed uptrend, and that's where you want to be, you know, invested or fully invested, and maybe even a little bit on margin if, if the, if, if the uh, you know, if it's, looking, if it's looking good. So just wanted to show you uh, a, another interesting list. I'm just going to kind of go down this. So you might want to get out your pencil and paper. <laughs> because this is an interest this is a very interesting list i think and this is the high this is the high relative strength at a new high list and what does that mean well typically in growth stocks you want to buy stocks that have the highest relative strength and if they're at a new high that's even better so i have a list of about uh, eight stocks here uh, that are at at least 95 or better relative strength, and they're also all at a new high. And first one, of course, is a, is a Chinese company. It's DQ. And uh, it's uh, then um, FUTU, which is uh, Futu Holdings. That's also Chinese. Mohawk Group. Now, this is one I haven't really looked at. This has just uh, moved up tremendously strong. Don't quite know what the story is here. MWK is the is the symbol on that. Also, we have another one. It's Fintech. T-I-G-R, this is symbol on it, and it's moved up strongly as well, and a lot of volume on that one as well. Uh, also, uh, another 99 relative strength, and this is the best, by the way, it gets. It doesn't get any better than 99, and that's a VRTX. It's a Vaxart. It's, a, it's sort of a, um, it, it's a biotech play here, but it's at 968. It's down a little bit in terms of uh, its price, but it's up in volume. So I can't quite figure out what's going on with that one, but it still has extremely strong relative strength. Also, XONE uh, is on the list, and uh, another biotech, CDMO, that's Avid Biosciences, and uh, one that I think everyone will recognize, and I think this is one worth a look, is SNAP, S-N-A-P. So SNAP is looking, it's looking pretty, pretty strong right now, uh, and you might want to take a look at it. Obviously, I'm not recommending any stock. You have to do your own research, but eh, that's where that's kind of a place to look. Also, I want to show you two stocks that are gapped up today. One of them is uh, is a company uh, called Dynatrace, and uh, I just want to show you that it gapped up today. It's at forty nine ninety eight, and basically the buy point on this one is forty eight eighty five. So it's not bad. I mean, it has very strong. Um, it 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 has it has. It has very, it has very strong. Um, oops, I moved to the next slide. Uh, it has, it has very strong um, buying activity here as well. Oops, well, get it back. We're going to see that slide eventually. Uh, very strong buying activity and also this gap up. It's called Dynatress, and the symbol is DT. Now, I want to show you one that, um, another one here. Uh, today, and of course, you know, when the, when, uh, the big boys come back in the market, there's sometimes some good opportunity. I, I was already in DraftKings, but, uh, it did move up very nicely today. And I just want to kind of show you the chart on that one as well. Um, this is DraftKings and the pivot here is 5598 and it just moved above this, this uh, buy point here. Now, the interesting thing about DraftKings is, um, it is, uh, you know, I know, if you've heard about Kathy Woods, but she's interesting because she's a very good stock picker, and she's been been accumulating this one. This is one I have in my small portfolio, and uh, you know, cup with handle, which is a very very good chart pattern, nice volume. So 
This is one you probably want to watch. DraftKings, it's just moved above 60. It's at 62.21. And, uh, you know, I think that's uh, pretty good in terms of that, uh, you know, in, in, terms of, in terms of that number. So uh, kind of looking, looking good there as well. Uh, just to give you a, uh, a look, see at what I'm in currently. This is the this is the what I'm holding. Of course, everybody knows about blink charging. I did increase my position size. I went from uh, one to uh, two positions on this one. I'm probably going to be selling another call. I've sold a 51 uh, February 19 call, and I was able to get five dollars fifty cents for it. Pretty good. And uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get it. This has the potential of being a very good. Uh, covered call play. What I'm going to do possibly is put it out there. Now, unfortunately, to enter the play, you have to have at least five thousand, a little bit over five thousand dollars. Plus, you also have to have uh, or or some credit. So I don't know if that's going to work for everyone, but this is a very nice uh, covered call play, which I'm going to put out there. Of course, I'm in Tesla. It's pulled back a little bit. It's at eight sixty. Now, what I'm going to be doing on Tesla, just so everybody will know, is, as you know, I'm a Tesla bear. I'm not a Tesla bear. I'm a Tesla bull. Excuse me. <laughs> and I've been a Tesla bull. Since it was well, since it went through its pivot, and that was in December of last year. So last year, Tesla was the number one stock uh, out there, and I, and I was very very fortunate to be in right at the beginning and all the way through, and and uh, it definitely paid some bills for me. So very very good stock. It's pulled back a little bit, eight sixty. But here's the thing: I'm going to be doubling my position if Tesla moves above. 885. That's where I have my buy stop limit order. And uh, so that's where I'm going to be probably doubling down. But right now it's pulled back a little bit. Um, as you remember, I, uh, I originally sold it at 860. It pulled back to the 21 day exponential. It bounced and then I bought it back and then I wrote it up from about 805 up to about uh, this, this number here. Now, now if it goes above 885, then I'll be buying it again. Also, I have a uh, bull put spread on Amazon and that's looking pretty good because uh, the maximum value of this bull put spread would have been realized at 3130. So I'm well above that. So I probably could make all the money on that one. Uh, also, Palantir. Palantir is up a little bit today. It pulled back initially. Hopefully, I want to see this above about 39. That's where I've sold a call option on it. And then I have a covered call on this. But this seems to be doing very well as well. The big story, uh, I think, is Virgin Galactic. And I entered this a few days ago, about six days ago. I went in with a uh, one full position. And then uh, when, it, when it moved up, I, I, I made a little bit... I. I uh, increased my positions. This is up $7.99 today. Now, here's my strategy with um, Virgin. I'm going to be holding it into earnings, and I may actually even buy more of it, but I will be selling it on the day of earnings. That just seems to be the way this one trades. It moves up to earnings, and then when earnings happen, sometimes there's a sell-off. But uh, a lot of excitement with Virgin Galactic. I don't know why it is, but it is. Lots of volume here. I just wanted to show you that. Um Microsoft is moving up nicely today after kind of a being in a kind of in the doldrums about uh, you know the the key level there on on Microsoft is 239 and it's well above that now so that's good. Of course we talked about DraftKings. I do think that this may run but you know one thing is a little bit concerning is a little bit lack of volume here. It's up today but not a whole lot of volume so that's not really as much as I'd like to see it. Uh, went in with a small portfolio into Palo Alto Networks. It's down a little bit today about 5% this one may or may not work. It just moved past a significant buy point, and uh, but it's pulled back a little bit. So hopefully that'll that'll turn around. Uh, Scholz Technology. This is kind of an interesting one. It's down a little bit today. Um, they uh, very interesting. This one I may or may get shaken out of this one. This is an IPO, and this I kind of like the the looks of. And I did go into Farfetch, which is symbol F T C H, uh, and that's up significantly today for $4.38 with a nice 45% increase in volume. So that kind of goes through my holdings currently. And, uh, of course, they change all the time. And if you want to take a look at them, they're always available on the small portfolio. And you can get a link to the small portfolio very easily just by going to uh, subscribing on uh, Dallas Trading Floor to the free action trade alerts. So that's a good way to, to take a look at that. So thanks for holding on. Let's see if we get to the questions. Let me pull up my screen, make sure that that's all going. And get over to the questions. So here we go. Thank you for holding. 
Hi, Jim. Thoughts on G-W-P-H-N-C-L-S-K. Thank you. Well, thank you for watching the show. Please tell your friends about it. Um, okay. So, G-W-P-H. Let's look at that one real quick to see. Okay. Well, I need to get better on typing. This is a pharma. Oh, G-W Pharma. Okay, I know this one. This is one of the cannabis stocks. Um, you know, of course... Um, uh, um, uh, growth, I think, uh, growth generation, I think it was growth generation at the bottom. I'm not sure, but, uh, we definitely had a gap up here. This is tremendous. And this was because this is a, this is an English company. There we go. We had this gap up here. Now the thing is they're, they're, they're in, they're in, uh, uh they're going to be acquired. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can, uh, zoom in on the, the news that, uh, that, that happened. Yeah, here it is. GW Pharma soars to record high on Jazz's. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember which one it was. Jazz is going to buy them for $7.2 billion. Wow, that's a lot of money. Um, so is it, you know, here's the thing. When this typically happens, uh, you can't necessarily, it, it, it be, um, you know, it becomes more difficult to buy them after these things because uh, it, uh, you know, sort of the cat's out of the bag, as it were. But let me see if I could zoom in a little bit on some of this so we can get a kind of a look-see here. Oop, that's maybe a little bit too much. There we go. All right. So let's take a look at that gap. Get a second for two. Yeah, we get there we go. Take a look at that gap up. Yeah, here we go. It's uh it's trading right now at about 210 as you can see it just absolutely zoomed up. This was a, a this is a, a set what they call an ascending base and it moved just rocketed past the buy point 144 buy point still a fairly low relative strength at 63 but this is being acquired so the question is where can you buy this i wouldn't buy this now because you can see it popped up and then it's settling a little bit so you want to watch this this one i think this i think that's kind of what you that's kind of what you want to do let's see if this thing settles this might be you know this might make sense um you know, this might make sense to buy it. I think you need to watch this, this one because sort of, you know, after these things, after these acquisitions happen, you know, sometimes there's not, there's not anywhere to go on this, but I would watch this, this one. And here's why. Um, let's take a quick look here with jazz. I think uh, jazz pharmaceutical, let's see what the, um, I don't remember what the, yeah. Jazz, uh, let me see if I can, I think it's J-I-Z-Z. Well, let me see, let me take a look, see if that's the symbol. I don't know if that's the symbol for Jazz, uh, but let me just take a look. I know that they were down somewhat on the on this acquisition. I mean, the, the stock was, uh, GW was up, of course. That's an English company. I think it's J-I-Z-Z is the uh, symbol for Jazz Pharma. Yeah, it sure is. Okay, so let's take a look. And so, so the reaction for Jazz you see, GW. This is very, very typical. It's something that you. This is a. This is a kind of a good object lesson here. When the acquiring company almost always is the one that goes up in value when there is the merger announced, and the acquirer usually goes down, and that's the, definitely the case here. It went from about this five uh, eighty eighty um, one fifty eight level all the way down, and currently, you know, it's a little bit lower than where than. Uh, than where it was, it's down about 146. So, uh, you know, that's that's the pullback. Now it looks like it's pulling back up, but that is the acquiring company uh, for G for um, GW. So here's what I do with GW. I think I would wait a little bit on this one. I, I watch list this one, see how it reacts, see if it pulls back a little bit, which I think it probably will, uh, just because that sort of be, that sort of seems to be the way. Uh, you know, that sort of, sort of seems to be the way that they react. But uh, uh, so I wouldn't buy, um, I, I, I wouldn't buy um, a GW right now just because I think it's going to pull back a little bit, but it's definitely worth watch listing. Uh, and, and again, it's that it's basically due to that, um, to that offer. Well, not offer that it was accepted uh, by, um, by Jazz Pharma. So, very interesting. Let's take a look at the uh, Clean Spark. Uh, you know, this one, it looks as if there was a reversal. 
it's got a really strong relative strength. I'm really liking that. Um, let's just kind of look at the checklist on this one. You know, unfortunately, this just doesn't have a strong enough checklist for me. It's only 55 out of 100. So I probably would not be a buyer of this one just because I, I just want something that's a little bit a little bit stronger. It does have some increasing fund ownership, but it's relatively thin in terms of a stock. So here's what I would do on this one. I just don't think this checklist is strong enough. And uh, I think you might want to wait on this one um, as well. I mean, I'm sorry to give you both that information, but uh, I just don't think it's gonna it, it's it's gonna work. Now, let me just take a look. It's a relative, you know. It's it's been out for a while. Um, you know, it's definitely not a new a new stock. But uh, here's something that you might be careful about watching. It, this is a growth stock, and they had a declining sales. I don't like to see that. I always like to see ascending sales, especially at growth stocks. It's the profitability is important, of course, for everything. But the most important thing for a growth stock is that um, that uh, uh, increasing sales. And unfortunately, in the last quarter, in the September twenty twenty quarter, we were down by uh, about sixteen percent. So I don't I don't like seeing that. Uh, we just uh, you know the the uh, the group rating isn't bad at 64, uh, but I think you probably want to avoid this one. Just my my thoughts on it. But I thank you very much for the question. It's a great question. Let's take some interest in um, TikTok. Thanks for everybody waiting. I'm going to go to the top here because I took a question from YouTube first. And, of course, for everybody on TikTok, I'm simulcasting this on um on uh, on on uh, on TikTok uh, on um, on on uh, YouTube, and you can easily see it. Basically, if you're on TikTok, just go to my profile and then hit the link, and you'll see it. And then you just press press on the button, and you'll see the live as we're broadcasting it now. Um, here we go. I have a question. This is a good question. Which app do you recommend to buy stocks? And um, well, I, I don't recommend any one app. I recommend brokerages because you have to have a brokerage in order to buy stocks. Now, I think what you're referring to is um, is Robinhood. Here's the thing about Robinhood. I, Robinhood is a tremendous app. It's very easy to use, very user-friendly in a lot of things. But let me explain how they operate. Um, it, they Robinhood is the fastest growing, one of the fastest growing brokerages out there. The way the the way they the way they um, uh, the, the way they operate, though, in order to have those free trades is they take the information of everybody that's trading on the app and they they process it and then they sell it to the hedge funds, which then trade against you. And that's the reason why, uh, you know, that's that's the reason why we had this situation with GameStop. I mean, basically, what was happening is everybody was buying GameStop. That What they did is they looked on that and they said, wow, a lot of people on Robinhood are buying GameStop stocks. Uh, so the, the hedge fund got that information and they said, short the stock, basically steal from the small investor. That's sort of how they work. So here's the thing. I, 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 no value judgment on Robinhood. They made, they democratized a lot of things. Their app is super easy to use, but you know, I just think it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit shifty when, <laughs> when the company that you're relying on to buy your stock is basically selling you out on the other end. So that's my opinion. So what do I use? Well, I basically use three platforms. I use TD Ameritrade, uh, Charles Schwab, and uh, Fidelity. I believe of these three, Charles Schwab is probably the most even in terms of, in terms of not selling you out, but it's also the biggest and the most bureaucratic. But they do have commission free trades now. How they do that, I don't know. They basically went to that after um, after Robinhood came out with a free trade, so they met the met the, the number they they had got free trades too. I guess they're going to try to wait them out, but I don't think Robinhood. You know, I'm not a, I, I'm I'm not an expert. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not anything like that, but I think Robinhood is going to be in some serious trouble and it may have some difficulty with some of the regulars because they, this is the first time they've done it. I warned on this last year when they basically didn't process trades for two days and it had not to do with the systems being overloaded. It had to do with the fact that Robinhood itself wasn't, wasn't liquid enough and that's sort of what came out in the wash. So that's, I do recommend possibly moving away from Robinhood just because I, I just don't think that it's really fun to be trading on a platform that's that's you know conspiring against you, it, not you in particular, but 
as an aggregate, everybody. So that's kind of my rant on that. So I hope that you don't, don't take that in the wrong way. And I hope they don't uh, cut off my Twitter account <laughs> for saying that. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, all right. So that's the, uh, let's take another question here. And thank you so much for watching. Um. Oh, boy. Okay. Wow. Thank you. A lot of people are on here. That's great. All right. Um, is NMDM a good stock to buy? Well, let's look at NMDM. Let's just see if it is. <laughs> NMDM. And again, by the way, for everybody, this is basically, you have to do your own research. I'm just... You know, I have to have to say that because because there's lawyers out there I know watching. Um, so this is just for you know entertainment purposes only. They all say, okay, let's look at the nano dimensions. This is kind of a penny stock, not really a penny stock. And by the way, I'm going to start covering some more lower price stocks. Now, here's the danger with lower price stocks: they tend to be more volatile and they tend to be much thinner. So they tend to have issues more so than other stocks. Nano Dimensions isn't a $10 stock. It's a $15 stock, but it has been a, it has been below $10. Let's kind of look at the chart overall. This is the daily chart. So the daily chart looks pretty good, but, um, you know, it's really, we kind of have to look to kind of see where this came from. Let's take a look at the monthly chart. This will kind of give us, you know, sort of the 20,000-foot view. And it looks as if it was a much more expensive stock back in uh, – 2007 when it was when it was uh, less traded then in 2020 it, it, it bottomed and then it's starting to come back so the question is has it come back enough well i'm not sure it has a very strong relative strength though and i like that 99 is the relative strength on that let's kind of see what's happening well here's the thing that i think is a is sort of a red flag, and this is declining sales. I don't like to see declining sales in a stock. Now, it's true. I am a primarily a technical, not a fundamental uh, investor. I look for technicals, but this is telling me one thing that I don't want to see in a growth stock. I don't want to see declining sales. I just don't because – now, profits are a different thing because the company can be reinvesting in the stock, but – uh, declining sales, I'm not a big, big fan of. So 99 on the relative strength, but declining sales. So it's kind of, it's sort of either or. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is the minimum for me, 66%. So that's okay, but it's not stellar. We have 10 funds in it. Here's the thing. I think with this nano dimensions, I mean, you might be able to make a ton of money on it, but I just don't think it's investable right now. I think what you got to do on this one is, you know, possibly you know, possibly just wait a little bit or, you know, or, 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 or just something like that, because I don't think at this point it, uh, it, it's, it's not really viable in my book. So, um, you know, I, I just, eh, I just don't think you want to, I would think you kind of want to avoid this one. Uh, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Now I could be totally all wet on that, but I just think that that's probably your best bet at this point is to is is to avoid that one. So let's take the next question. Thank you, um, thank you, uh, Luciano. Appreciate it. Let's look at YSG. I think this is a Chinese stock. I can't remember. I remember that symbol. I haven't looked at this one in a while. So I'll be honest with you. Yes, in holdings. Yeah, okay, this is in China, and it's a. Oh yeah, this is the cosmetics company. Interesting company. They they have sales that are growing off the chain, and I want to show you this. Yeah, every every quarter we're having some nice sales increases. So I'm liking that very, very much. This is essentially a relatively uh, new stock. Let's look at the daily chart. Yeah, okay. Well, that, let's, that's interesting. It just pulled above a pivot. So this is potentially viable. Let's take a look. Wow, okay. It's really it's pretty much of an IPO. I mean, look, it only has this very low relative strength. But that's not unusual given the fact that it's essentially an IPO. So let me kind of zoom in here so we can kind of Take a look at that. I'm going to go to see if I can get 200%. I'm I'm just getting it to work where the you know I, I haven't had the uh, the zoom working as well as I would like it. So, but this maybe will give us a better look at the uh, chart here. This is a cup with handle stage one at 21. So that's where the um, you know that's where the buying potential is. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You know what? I'm let's see if this is viable. Well, it's got a 66 checklist. That's for me, that's excellent. Uh, I mean, that's good enough, especially for a stock like this. Let's look at the industry. Well, it's 141 out of 197. So not as strong there as I'd like it to be. 
but uh, this checklist doesn't look bad. You know what? I think you could possibly buy this one. Uh, you know, I think I think you I think you could I think you could possibly buy this one. Uh, I would I would set a relatively tight stop loss though. I would set uh, stop loss. But here's what I would do with this one. Um, you know, here here's 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 what I would do. Uh, you know, I do think this is buyable. I I, I I do think this one is buyable. I also believe that uh, let's see if I can put a uh, <laughs> let's see if I can let's see if I can do this one. The buy point for uh, uh, YSN is let's see that did I get that right YSN is basically twenty one. Interesting. So it is twenty one. See if I can get that right. YSG. So basically, I, I'm I, I'm looking at basically at a buy point of about uh, 21 on this one. Uh, it's at 22.36, so it's a little bit extended, not much. Uh, you could buy it here. I'd be relatively careful if I did buy it at this level uh, to set a stop loss. And I'm going to show you the daily chart. You see, it's pulled. It's 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 above the buy zone, but. This is a relatively low price stock, so you you could buy it right now. You'd be a little bit excited, but not bad. Um, it does look like it does look like there is some some interest in it. There is some some uh, strong. There is some relatively strong uh, buying going on here. Now, here's the thing: you got to be careful. If you buy this at the buy point, if you buy this now, you need to set your stop loss right about here. Right about here, right about the 21-day line. You don't want to let it go any lower than that, and that's going to be about uh, uh, 1880. So, if you did, if you were to buy this one, um, you know the best thing to do would be to, um, you know, to probably set a stop loss. Um, let's see, to 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 set a, to set a stop loss. For um, eighteen, look at this exactly. For about eighteen seventy-five, yeah, okay, eighteen seventy-five. That's going to give us a good number for that that stop loss. So, oops, no, that's the wrong. <laughs> I gave you the wrong one there. So, uh, if you if you if you're going to buy um, eighteen seventy-five. That's going to be kind of where the best place to set that stop loss is going to be. So set the stop loss for about 1875 on this one. If you did buy this today, it's a little extended. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little extended, but set the, buy, uh, the stop loss for about 1870. So I appreciate that question. Good question. All right, next uh, Next one up. Okay, that's YSG. All right. Hey, Jim, thoughts on Palantir and the buy point? Let's look at Palantir. I'm in Palantir, by the way. Um, PLTR is the symbol. And of course, this is an IPO recently, and it's pulled back below its buy point. So I want to I want to show you that. Um, you know, it's fairly significant a pullback uh, on that. Uh, you know, as, as you can see, it does look like it's bounced right at the 21 day line uh, here. Oops. There we go. There we go. And that's the 21-day line here. It does look like it's bounced. So the buy point on Palantir is 22 is uh is 33.50. So that is the that is the buy point on on Palantir is 33.50. So here's what I would do with Palantir if I wasn't already in it. Uh, I would be uh, looking to set a buy stop limit order uh, at 
Um, let's see. I'm gonna. I would set a buy stop limit order for uh, thirty three fifty plus ten cents, or thirty three. 60 right there we go okay so what i would do if i to buy this one and this is the this is the this is the stop loss this is the buy point here it's 33.50 so what i would do is i would set a buy stop limit order to buy it as it moved above this buy point <coughs> at 33.60 so and i would set that at 33 33.60 uh, 33.50 is the is the buy point 10 cents above that 3360. So as it moves, as it moves with it, because I do think it has bounced at the 21 day moving average, which is about 31. So that is where I would set it. Now let's take a look at the fundamentals to make sure that they haven't broken down. They're still pretty good. 66% on the checklist. I'm liking that. It also has uh, about fund 9% fund ownership. That's increasing. But uh, we do have, um, you know, it's 97 out of 197. So it's it's okay in terms of the sectors. Um, we do have a lot of funds in it, though. And the funds, some of the funds are quite good. There's 119 funds in it. So I'm pretty confident that uh, that this will, will get some support. I'm showing you the monthly chart. It's only really been out for three months. This is an IPO. Typically, you want to wait about uh, two to three months before buying any IPO because it will settle down. And this one definitely is, it did that case. So it's moved up, pulled back, and it's pulled back again. But I do think that we're getting, we're seeing some support right about that 30, 31 level. So uh, the, here's, how, here's how I would do it. Uh, let's look at the Peter Lynch... Um, Let's see if I can see that. If okay, um, we I think that that uh, you know this definitely is viable, uh, and I and I definitely think you could you you know this is definitely viable, but uh, I think you want to wait and uh, you want to do a buy stop limit order at thirty three sixty. So that's kind of my take on it. Uh, the buy point is thirty three fifty on that. So thank you for that question. And uh, it's in my portfolio. I do. I do have uh, Palantir, and um, so I, I do. I do like. The, I do like the stock, um, especially in the near term future. I think. It, I think it has some. I think it has some legs to it. But we'll see. Uh, you know, we'll see about that. Okay. Let's see. Uh, question. I'm a subscriber to your channel and follow your. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. So appreciate it. Uh, let's take that. Oh, Jim. Uh, please talk about the stocks that are highly shorted. Okay, I'm gonna have to get back to you on the shorts, but I I will probably. That's a good. Um, tomorrow what I'll do is I'll run a screen for highly shorted stocks, and we'll we'll you'll definitely we'll definitely um, uh we'll 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 definitely do that. Um, yeah, that's that's a very good one. Now you can make a lot of money in short squeezes. And I definitely have over the years I made, when I really started doing Tesla, there were a number of short squeezes that I was able to get in on. The thing when you're doing short squeezes is when it starts moving up, when it's, when it's moving up to what they call the climax top, you buy, and then you keep moving your stop loss up. Then when the stock pulls back, that's when you're cashed out, but you might, but there's, there's kind of a whole, uh, you know, a whole thing to it. So, that's an excellent, excellent question. And what I'm going to do, I may make a small video on sort of how I typically handle the uh, climax top, which is basically the characteristic chart pattern of, um, you know, of, of, of the short squeeze. So let's look at, um, at GameStop. I just want to look at the GameStop today because this will show you the, the um, this will show you absolutely uh, vividly the what they call the climax top and this is a this is a this is a classic climate stop so let me let me uh let me go in here a little bit and zoom in a little bit so we can see it a little bit better yeah great all right so we pull it over there we go all right this is what happened this is on the daily chart here it, you see it was just going along no uh, no problems and then all of a sudden the shorts, basically what happened was, and when you short, you borrow the stock and then you sell the stock. But if the stock goes up just even slightly, sometimes just, just up enough, then you get a margin call. And the reason that you get a margin call is because typically uh, you can only buy, you can only buy 50% of, you know, you, you have a margin 
of 50%. So if the stock goes up, then your margin increases and you have to either have cash or other securities in the account. So what happened was they shorted it too heavily. It got too heavily shorted and then they had to start covering those shorts. And that's what started to make this, this happen. This is a classic um, short squeeze. What will happen is, is that when, when the, when the, when the, um, when the companies get, uh, when, when the hedge funds or other interests, and I, and I have shorted stocks too, uh, start to get squeezed, what will happen is they have to go into the market and they have to start buying shares to cover their positions. And eventually it gets to the point where that they, that's, they, they're covered and then it starts to move back down. And that's exactly what's happened. It's moved up and moved down. Now, obviously you want to be on this side of the equation here. And what you want to do is as it, as you start to see one of these short squeezes develop in this climax top, if you buy it, you want to, to buy it in such a way that, um, put that in. Okay. You want to buy it and then you want to push your stop loss up. And then eventually what will happen is you'll reach the top and then it will pull back. And then when it pulls back, that's when you're sold out. So you want to do a stop loss on this buy it as it's moving up put your stop losses up move them up and then when they pull back you will be uh you'll be taken um that will be taken from you now interestingly enough um the hedge funds fall um uh they they violated a fundamental rule and believe it or not of investing and that is you really should never stop short a stock in a confirmed uptrend that's why in the beginning of the show i talk about confirmed uptrend that is just absolute folly to do that you short stocks when the market is retreating. That's when you short stocks. You watch the whole overall market. The index needs to be retreating before you short stocks. These people, unfortunately, got a little bit greedy, and they decided to short a stock in a confirmed uptrend. You never want to do that. And they pay the price. And, of course, now they're running to the federal government so that they, you know, they, again, it's just, it's, unfortunately, this is the this is the problem with Wall Street. They have a lot of power. They have, uh, they, they pay for a lot of, uh, people up on Apple Hill, and they they donate a lot of money to their their campaigns, and so, so you know when you do it, it's it's bad, it, 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 you know it's bad investor. When they do it, they run to them and they they change the rules. So, I don't like it, but it's the way it is. But what I'm going to do is I'll cover shorting and short stocks, hopefully, uh, with some videos, and I think that that uh, might be very timely. And I really appreciate the question because you can make very good money in these short squeezes if you know how to play them. And uh, it's a, it's a good way to go. And there's other stocks being shorted too, as we all know, like uh, Nokia and uh, um, BlackBerry and some of the other ones. So very very good question there. And I will try to get to that uh, as well. All right. So let's take a look at this. What is the buy point on Tesla? All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, I'm gonna go back to my screen here and read. There we go. So I'm gonna put in Tesla. T S. Well, A is the symbol. There we go. And you can see this is a little bit more normal chart that we're going to – this is just a tad little more normal chart that we're going to see. We still have relative strength of eight of, of, of um, 98 on that, so that's pretty good. So it's pulled back a little bit today, but it's pulled back right to the 10-day right – uh, right to the 10-day moving average. If you can see this, and I don't know if you can. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit. But this is that little pink line that that is there so let's try to zoom in a little bit on on that to see if we can kind of get a better view of that on the screen yeah there we go okay so as you can see there's if you can look at it here there's this little pink line that kind of comes up here this is the 10-day line and as you can see it's what it did is it it bounced off the off the uh 21-day exponential that's this green line here and then and then it moved to the 10-day line so basically, the ten-day line. There we go. Okay, uh, it 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 pulled right back to the ten-day line. So now it's right on the ten-day line. So I believe going forward that will be uh, that will be where it is. Now I I have a buy stop limit order in here, basically at eight eighty-four. Actually, it's eight eighty-five. So if if um, Tesla moves above 885, that's probably where I'm going to be buying it. So just to just to kind of reiterate that, I'm just going to kind of put that out there. Uh, you know, I'm not. You know, uh, I, I haven't I haven't done I haven't done this yet, but uh, I I am going to be probably doing a um, a buy stop limit 
at uh, uh, eight. Uh, oops, at um, eight eighty-five. So that's kind of where I'm looking to buy it. Um, that's that's where I'm looking to buy it right here as it moves right here. So right now, let it let it pull back. Let it move up a little bit, and then probably in a few days it's going to cross this line, 885. Uh, and then, you know, the best place to buy it is probably about 885 plus about 10 cents. And that's going to be where it's going to continue, hopefully, on its path upward. So I do think that that is the key level, 884, no, 49, or basically 885. That's really where I'm seeing the next, um, you know, that's that's really that's really where I'm seeing that's really really where I'm seeing the next buy point for Tesla is about 885. So that's a really great question. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, trying to take another oh, quick question. Okay. Um, looking for a Canadian platform uh, for us. Any suggestions? Wowie, Kazari. Thanks for watching from Canada. I love Canada. Wish I could go up there with all this. Uh, lockdown i can't go there i got well maybe i can go i don't know you could drive there but you can't fly i don't know um don't know a good platform i'm going to research that because you know people have been asking that and there's a lot of great uh, stocks on the toronto the tsx um platform you know there's there's a lot of good stocks on the canadian stock you know they're not just mining stocks there's a lot of really good stocks though i have to get back to you on that i hate to say i'll circle back to you but i'll circle back to you on that one so thank you very much for the question um okay so uh next question here um and this is the question for from byron um hi jim thoughts on datadog pivot at 111.59 uh, how high could you see this going before um, eight days left? Okay, well, it's, it, we're coming into earnings, obviously. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, we're coming into earnings. Uh, always, when you're coming into earnings, it's a little bit it's a little bit risky to buy. Um, it, well, not when you're coming in, but holding it through earnings can be can be a little bit difficult. So here's what I would recommend doing. Um, let me just take a look at this at the. Unless you have a unless you have more than ten percent cushion on this in terms of profit, you want to sell it into earnings. You don't want to hold it through, because typically there will there probably will be a pullback. You correctly identified on the cup with handle, uh, the neckline is one eleven forty nine, and that is the pivot. So that's the correct buying point. It's a little bit below that right now at one ten fifty two. So the question is, what would I do? It's got an ex, ex, uh, it's got an accelerated um, RS line that is very strong, but it's got earnings. Here's what I would do, you know, you could probably buy it if it moves beyond one ten forty nine. But we're so close in earnings. Unless you have a, unless you have a um, a pretty good profit cushion, here's what I look to do. I look to hold it into earnings and I'd sell it. Uh, and then see what happens. And then you can always buy it back, but you want to preserve that that excellent um, uh, increase. If you have if you have if you have more than ten percent, then consider sell half the position um, and hold half the position. But what I would do is um, going through earnings. If you don't have at least ten percent in the stock, I would consider either selling it or reducing my size, because um, you know I think that uh, you've got a lot of good. Probably got a lot of good. Um, a lot of good gain there, and you just want to keep that gain, you can always buy a stock back. So uh, that's what I would recommend doing. All right. So um, CVS for vaccine distributing, DraftKings for Super Bowl, and ARC is buying it. Here's the thing about CVS. You know, I, I know it's a legacy company, and I, I got a, I just CVS in my neighborhood. I think there's one in every neighborhood, to be honest. They're everywhere. They're, they're like Walgreens. They're usually across the street from each other. Here's the thing about it. I You know, yeah, I know that they're going to be big in the vaccine distribution, but don't get too hyped on that. You know, I, I just don't see it. I mean, I see Amazon coming into this, and I just don't see this as being a huge deal. Um, you know, it's 73, but it's got a relative strength of 40. I, I just, you know, I just don't think you want this one uh, based on the chart. I, I, I just, you know, I think you want to, I think you want to pass on it. It's not, it's not a bad stock. I mean, CVS is not a bad stock, but I just think that, you know, 
uh, I don't think it's going to get the, I just don't think it's going to be the kind of thing you want. I I just don't think it's going to come. So I would pass on CVS, even though they do have the vaccine distribution and everything. I, you know, I just, I would pass on them. I think there's just other, just better places to, um, to go, to go there. Um, Oh, Hey, this is a great question. Thank you so much, Ernie. Um, Okay. Oh, Emmy, excuse me. I said Ernie, apology. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Emmy. So appreciate it. Um, your thoughts on fuel cell and also thanks to the nice and workhorse. Uh, oh, made some money. Excellent. Well, I always like hearing when people make money. That makes my day. Believe me, the more people I can help. I wish that, you know, when I was coming up so much, I, there was one guy that helped me initially and it was, it was like golden. So I just, I get excited when people make money. Um, based on, you know, maybe some of the input I had. So I'd really get, I really like that. So let's look at fuel cell. I've been looking, the fuel cell is in a really good area. And I think this one might be very, very good in terms of, yeah, fuel cell energy. Look at that, 22. It's up today. Wow. Let's, let's kind of look at the checklist. So I'm going to put this on the big screen, as it were. There we go. All right. So we have a beautiful checklist. It's an 88. It's an 88 checklist. Really liking that. The only thing that's missing on only thing, and this is a very minor thing, it's missing on the earnings per share uh, um, per rating. And uh, but everything else is there. Look at this. I mean, look at look at this. Look look at that relative strength. 99 doesn't get any better. Doesn't get any better than that. Uh, look at the, let's look at the weekly chart. The only problem that I'm seeing here is where's the entry point. So let's look at the history. Let's take the 20,000 feet view. Okay, it once was a very, very valuable stock, and then it just came crashing back to earth, and now it seems to be coming back. So that is not necessarily a bad story. On the daily chart, it's just, it's looking really good. Now, the question is, there's really, unfortunately, though, there's really no place to buy this thing. It's really, really no place to buy because, you know, there isn't a base pattern, unfortunately. (laughs) There isn't a base pattern, and it's just it's just going right up. It's it, you know the 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 only real place you could buy it would be right here, and unfortunately, it's too far above that. So, you know, you could buy it at eighteen, but it's at twenty two. So, but here's what you can do, and I've done this quite a bit on these fast moving stocks because this you move it. Wait for a consolidation. This is a, essentially a mini consolidation. It's not really a pivot. It's not really a pocket pivot. It's just a consolidation. But if it comes down to about 20, 2050 and then reverses off the 10-day line, and let me, let me zoom in on that a little bit so you can see it. There we go. All right. So if it, if it, if it pulls back to this little – there we go. So if it pulls back to this little pink line – and you see, it's shot up. So if it if it reverses, and I suspect it will reverse probably tomorrow or Thursday or Friday. It's probably going to reverse down probably to about uh, twenty, about twenty twenty fifty. If it does, and it revert and it and it bounces off this line here, I think you could buy it. But right now, you got to watch list this. You got to watch list this because you if you buy it at this level, you're going to get a pullback, uh, almost almost guaranteed. So. Here's what you're going to have to do, and this is this is this is where you kind of get you want to set you want to you you want to set an alarm. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to set an alarm right here. That's where I'm going to set an alarm. So I'm going to go ahead and set an alert, and uh, basically I'm I'm going to set a trend line alert, and I'm going to you know for a notification. So if it pulls back down to that, that's where I'm that's where I'm going to do it. So but really, what all you can do here, really, is um, you know you, you you just have to wait. Uh, you just you just you just have to wait a little bit, and uh, this is viable. Um, you know, this, this definitely this definitely is viable. But um, I think what you've got to do here, and uh, is is basically to, you know, set the alert for twenty dollars. And about fifty cents. And if it bounces off of that, if it pulls below that and then bounces, then I think you might have, you might have something. So that's what I would do. I would set set the alert for right about here, because this is probably going to pull back. Oops, there we go. There we go. Set an alert for right about there. 
pulls back to that, it's probably going to reverse. You always want to buy it on a reversal. So this is tough. You want to set the alert for 2050, and then you want to set a buy stop limit order for 2050 plus 10 cents. So you want to wait for it to pull back and then reverse higher. You want to buy it on the, on, on the uptrend. I definitely think this is viable. I definitely think this is a good stock. And I think that, uh, yeah, you could do quite well on it. Let's look at, I just want to check to make sure how far out in front of earnings we are. Okay, earnings are on the, okay, so we've got plenty of time. Uh, March 16th is when the earnings are. So that's what I would do. I would alert this one, and uh, I definitely like it. I think it's definitely a good stock, uh, and uh, you might do well. And and congratulations on Workhorse. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, Let's see. Um, All right. Hey, thank you. Uh, Oh, thank you. Can you, your thoughts on uh, APHA? Um, let's see, AP, let's take a look at APHA to see if we have, uh, you know, if we can give you something that's actionable there. And that's what we want. Of course, is actionable stuff. And, uh, let's see, that is APHA. All right. All right. This is, uh, Canadian company and it does it's a cannabis company there there is a there's a potentially another thing you can do in this cannabis space this is what I was doing a few years ago and just just give you an idea the problem with this space is that you know there's a lot of good companies that are trading in sympathy to the you know the GW pharma uh, thing that was uh, j- the jazz aqu- the the jazz pharma acquisition of GW pharma that was announced today and also the grow generation stuff but it's tough to fit, to pick the right to to pick the right um, one so here's what i recommend because there there's a lot of relatively small cap stocks in this space i recommend possibly taking a look at a at a fund called MJ and this is the this is the uh, this is the cannabis ETF. I haven't really been in this in a while, but I think it's a great way to play it because it allows you to um, you know it's moving moving right up. Now this is an ETF, so you don't have to wait necessarily, you know, for these uh, you know for like the fifteen dollar buy point. You can buy this one directly, and it does have a stronger relative strength at at eighty four. Now I do kind of think this is a good way to play it. Uh, this isn't a stock, of course. This is an ETF. It does have a strong checklist, uh, and uh, it does have a relatively strong, um, you know, but again, it's an ETF. So this is one thing that you might want to consider as a possibly picking individual stocks. Most of the investment that MJ has is in Canadian firms, but uh, it's got grow generation. It's got ca- uh, canopy growth. It's got all of those in it. So you're buying the whole sector. So that's kind of how I would play this because I think it's a little bit volatile. Uh, you know, it's a little bit difficult to get, you know, everything just right in this. So that's, that's how I would recommend playing uh, the sector. But uh, yeah, there's some very good profits there and, and a good way to possibly make, uh, make some good money on that. So thank you very much for watching. And let's take a question from TikTok. Uh, excuse me. Uh, okay. Let's look. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, we did. Okay. We did Palantir. PLTR is not a bad stock, by the way. Uh, and we did cover that one. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to another question from. Uh, okay. Great. So let's take a look. Thank you, uh, Sam. Appreciate it. CCIV is uh, the stock. Let's take a look at that one. Real quick here, CCIV, and that is Churchill Capital, and it's a blank check company. You know what? Here's the thing about blank check companies. I know they're all the rage, and I should be better at them, but here's the thing. I am not a fan of them, and the reason is is because I don't know what they're investing in. So I can't really give you a... I can't really give you a, an opinion either way because I just don't know what they're going to invest in. After they're invested, here's what here's the way I typically will handle IP, um, blank check companies and IPOs. I typically wait uh, until they until they have uh, until they have uh, come out and there's a there's at least an IPO base that's formed. So, unfortunately, I don't have an answer for you on that one. Um, okay, uh, thoughts about uh, crypto? I'm going to probably. Um, on that one, I think you know it's a you know I don't I don't know that much about it. Um, dog crypto, 
the one, of course, I'm following, of course, is, is, is bet, Bitcoin. And I actually don't typically invest in Bitcoin directly. What I do is I invest in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So I just want to take a quick look at that one. GBTC is the symbol for it. And um, that one is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. The, the, reason I, the reason I typically have stuck pretty much to to Bitcoin is because it's the leader. And, you know, unfortunately in the market, typically the leaders get all the love and yeah, the other ones, not as much. Um, this is pulling back and it's got a nice reversal on it. Uh, so this one might be something that, you know, it's, it's moved nicely above the 21 day line. Now I was in this one early and I bought it when it, when it, uh, when it went through the 21 day line, unfortunately I was wrong and then it pulled back and then I sold out. So I haven't bought it since, but it does look like it is making a move higher right now. Currently it's at 38 and the, uh, the all time high is 48. So this is really looking very strong. Um, it does have a, it, it's an ETF, but it has a checklist of 66, which is very, very good for, for an ETF. Um, this is how I would recommend playing it instead of dog coin. I think, uh, you know, you might want to look at GBTC because it is a real uh, is not not saying that that Dogecoin is not a real security, but it's just a little bit tougher to, um, you know, tougher to control. So another question. Thank you for uh, Keika. Uh, hey, Jimmy, what do you think about Bitcoin? Well, I like Bitcoin. I do, uh, because I do see a lot of people going into alternative uh areas of investment uh and but i don't want to earn it own it directly mainly because you know i don't want to hassle with you know losing it or anything like that uh i also want something that's very fungible that i can buy and sell very quickly at least with charles schwab i can buy and sell the gbtc the grayscale bitcoin trust very very easily and it is marginable as well so that's that's what i that's how i play it but i want to take a look um I want to look, take a look because I do think that, that you know, with this potential inflation coming, uh, you know, with this potential inflation coming, I do believe that we are going to see some interest in some of these alternative investments. And one of them, of course, is gold, but I'm not necessarily like gold directly. What I like is the gold mining companies, but particularly I like the gold. I like the companies that own the gold miners. And there's one out there called FNV, Franklin, Nevada, and it's a very interesting company. Uh, because it does, you know, it does own them. Now, unfortunately, it has not been doing well as of late. Let me look at the daily chart. <laughs> yeah, so it may not be time for this one. So, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the chart, and I'm just thinking, yeah, not so much. So, sorry about that. Uh, okay, let's look at, let's just look at some other ones here. Let's look at EDTK. I don't know what that is. Um, I am, I am getting an education here too. Let's look at EDTK. ED, EDTK. Quick look here. And that skilled craftsman edu. Ah, interesting. China. Chinese provider of online education. Wow, that's interesting. I I don't know about this stock at all. Boy, and I and I'm not liking it. <laughs> Looking at this chart, I would avoid this one. I don't think this is viable. Uh the weekly chart, it's got a relative strength of three. It IPO'd at five, and it's lower than that. This one, I think. You know, based on that, based on just just that quick look at it, and again, that's the first thing you do is you look to see, uh, you know, which direction this is going in, and you know, right now, uh, you know, right now this is going in the wrong direction. So what I would say with this one is, um, you know, I'd avoid this one. I I I I would avoid this one. I just don't think this. I, I don't just think this is going to work. So that's what I would do. Um, but I really appreciate the question. I really do. Uh, I would avoid this one. It's not a good chart, and um, you know, not that you know the chart is sort of like the X rays, and I don't think this one has. I think this one has cancer. So, <laughs> what about Netflix? Let's take a look at Netflix. Netflix has just been a stellar performer. Uh, NFLX. And let's take a quick gander. Okay, we're still below a consolidation here on Netflix. Um, the buy point on this consolidation base is 575.35. It's at 539.40. Here's the thing. It's pulled back to the 21-day line. Uh, it's still good, but I just want to see a little bit more strength on it. Relative strength is 53. During the summer, this was just doing great. I mean, it still has a good checklist at 66, but... 
I'd pass on this one. I, I right now on on Netflix, I think that uh, you know, I think right now it's probably not the best time. Uh, you know, it's it's. I'd, I'd pass on. I'd I'd pass on it right now, just because I think there's better things out there. Well, I have wasted another hour of your time. Thank you so much for watching today. And um, by the way, I will be back tomorrow at two thirty. Um, if you would like to get on the action trailer, it's, it's super easy to do. Just go to the website. You know, if you're if you're watching on you know, on YouTube, just uh, just just go to www Dallas Trading uh, Dallas Trading Floor and subscribe to the free, um, you know, to to the to the um, to the free trailers and they're and they're uh, they're at www Dallas Trading Floor. Now, if you're watching on TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, hit the link. And uh, you'll see a little menu that'll pop up, and that will be that'll show you how to sign up for the action trailers. Until tomorrow, happy trading, and uh, I hope everyone is, uh, you know, is out there saying safe. The market has changed a direction. Uh, we are now in a confirmed uptrend, so it looks as if uh, it's time to start coming back in and uh, possibly investing. So, until tomorrow, thanks everybody, and uh, I'll.